0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 67 of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast featuring Sovereign Soundboard. As always, you can find us on most platforms streaming podcasts, including Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio. And if you're listening on iTunes, go ahead and leave us a review, preferably five stars. You know, I don't know what... I don't know what type of significance that brings but I'm just going to assume it's good. So, uh please do that. Uh links to all the platforms are available at ykwrestling.com. Uh Christmas is in like 2 weeks, so go ahead get you some merch. Go ahead buy some of that merch, some of that uh Black Lives Matter. Some of uh Christmas literally is in 2 weeks. It's like next Saturday. Damn. <laughs> now, I don't like when Christmas falls on the weekend either because wow. I just don't. I like when it falls on a weekday because it just like it throw off the whole time schedule of everything. Like you don't know what the day is, like it feels like it's a weekend, like you gotta go to work in two days, you just forget, you get lost in it. I don't know. I just like that. Yeah, man. I am TC Fontaine, uh, joined by the Essential Wreak Havoc. No Malik again this week. Two weeks in a row. Let's make it three. I'm pretty sure we're gonna make it three. I'm gonna put out a bed. <laughs> we gonna make it three. Next week he won't be here either. Uh, I guarantee it. <laughs> hey, how you doing, man? How, how you? How your week going?
1: I'm cool, man. I'm chilling till after New Year's. So the uh Work is cut until after the New Year's and everything like that. We got a a little break time. So I'm just doing I'm I'm probably gonna do another world tour like I did back in September. Hey. I did Smackin' and Raw the last night on no, no, Friday night. Saw that
0: I have not been able to check that out yet.
1: That 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 was fun. That was fun. Hey. Was me, Matt, me Matt and Katie Bay. Your face is on that it though. Oh oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they ain't blocked me this time. Well he Travis is cool with me. He just he don't fuck with you, y'all. Y- 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 y'all got beef. I-, I don't know what it is, man. Y- he got beef.
0: <laughs> I came on there being civil. <laughs> oh,
1: man. oh it- it's-, it's the Bret Hart slander, man. You can't you can't slander Bret Hart. Fuck Bret Hart. <laughs> Yo, there he go, man. Oh man! Bang! 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 Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> I ain't
0: in it. I don't 100% mean that Bret Hart is cool peoples, <laughs> but you know, like I, Bret Hart's life was in danger last year and I got scared. So that's how I know I, I, I do kind of care about the guy a little bit. Cause I got mm-hmm. scared. I'm watching the TV, he giving a speech and the TV just go black. Oh, and he yeah. stopped talking. <laughs> like, I have no idea what goes down.
1: Yeah. So I was, I was scared a little bit. Like, what the hell? Somebody ran up on him real quick. Somebody
0: <laughs> ran up on him. And the whole roster ran up on Dude, it's crazy. You been watching any uh, 06? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. We in that build up to uh, Cyber Sunday, the first ever Cyber mm. Sunday, a.k.a. the champion of champions pay-per-view. It was fun stuff right there. But, uh, yeah this uh I'm, I'm thinking after this i don't know i'm i was thinking i might go back a little bit probably like 03 04 a little bit you know because a lot of that i missed a lot It was, it was some gaps in between i wasn't as committed until like mid 05 so i gotta go back and fill in a lot of this is still familiar but you know what i'm saying this it was a wild time you know what i'm saying we still uh saying and doing whatever the hell we wanted to do
0: right oh three oh three was was very wild especially on smackdown like you had vince doing whatever the hell was going on between like him and Steph and sable uh you had the tori wilson uh, and her dad with dawn marie that was going down over there uh zach gowan Yeah, Brock (laughs) Lesnar throwing one legged uh, 19 year olds down the flight of stairs in his wheelchair and and beating them up in front of his mom. Like,
1: it was was wild. It would be shut down today.
0: Raw, on the other hand, was kind of boring, but but SmackDown was lit. 17 years later, we're saying the same thing.
1: That's crazy. It is what it (laughs) is. Now that I think
0: about (laughs) it. Hey man, I, I uh, you know I've been watching my 2001, and uh, this week in 2001 uh, we had. I'm not even gonna say arguably because you're not gonna argue with me about this. <laughs> this was the best segment, only second to to Jagged Edge uh, performing at, at at Teddy Long's wedding. This this is the the best segment in SmackDown history. Uh, stone cold steve austin uh you know if you don't remember last week i told y'all uh, watch vengeance from 2001 uh vengeance 01 chris jericho becomes undisputed champion uh beats the rock beat stone cold steve austin later on uh right after that match uh booker t cost stone cold steve austin championship at vengeance stone cold is pissed stone cold that raw the next night beats the shit out of booker t uh Stone Cold shows up to SmackDown, beats him up again (laughs) uh, later on that week, uh, runs him out of the building, chases him all over town, Bakersfield, California. Uh, Booker T, thinking that he lost him, you know, he pulls up to the grocery store, go ahead, you know, say, give me a little cappuccino, give me something to eat. He in the store, he see a guy, he thinks it's Stone Cold, he run up on him to find out it's just another bald guy and Stone Cold right behind him and just continues to beat his ass for like 15 minutes inside
1: this store. I'll I never understand for life of me why when a man is chasing you to beat your ass you think to stop at the grocery store to get some food. He was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you know why he was hungry. The, he
0: probably had some food stamps you know.
1: Like why is that the first thing you think to do when, when you on the run basically. I don't um that's just me.
0: And then like Booker T locked him in the freezer. He come out the freezer door section with a it's gallon of milk. A
1: whole gallon. gallon.
0: <laughs> I love that segment, man. It's uh that that's low-key. Like I wasn't I wasn't a full-time watcher uh until that until I saw that. I saw that. I've only missed it like probably seven weeks total since then. <laughs> Like that—that's what really brought me in, man. Uh, but I, I watched that uh, this past weekend, well, well, yesterday, on Saturday. Very, uh, very action-packed, man. There was a, there was a, an event going down, Synergy Pro Wrestling. Uh, I seen that. It was a, it was a big women's tournament, and uh, Tasha Steeles ended up winning that one. Uh, Tasha Steele also was on uh, Final Resolution with Impact Wrestling. Uh, I'm just going to run down what happened there. Uh, You know, we got uh, Tommy Dreamer defeated Larry D uh, in the beginning of the show in an old school rules match, which I think is uh, how they do ECW style matches. They just call it old school rules. Uh, We had Havoc and Nivea defeated the the C-Stars there the stardom uh, women's tag champions. Uh, Taneil Dashwood uh, and Caleb with the K <laughs> defeated uh, Alicia Edwards and Eddie Edwards. Uh, Hernandez defeated by, uh in this match. Uh, if you haven't been following, um, you know Impact does a lot of goofy stuff, and they did some really yeah. goofy shit over the summer called Wrestle House. And I, I I wasn't really invested in the Wrestle House stuff. I, I kind of tuned out when that came on. But uh Hernandez and Faloba were in the Wrestle House. Uh so it was Ty Balker, uh, and a whole bunch of other people. Uh anyway, since then it's just a whole bunch of stuff going on. Anyway, uh Hernandez and uh by, I, I I think Rhino was involved at one point in time. Arm wrestling contest. Uh Hernandez had the right to the money that they bet on the arm wrestling contest. And that shit just kind of getting passed around through the whole roster. Uh, followed by had it. Uh, Tasha Steel stole it out of his pocket, out of his shirt pocket. Uh, so Tasha Stills uh, is a ring announcer for this match. Uh, Kiera Hogan, uh, her tag partner, was a guest referee for this match. Hernandez won, uh, therefore he won his money back. Uh, but Tasha Stills and Kiera Hogan did not have his money. And my man pulls out a razor blade out of his knee pad and runs them off. <laughs> you heard it right. <laughs>
1: what? The, what are we doing, like, bro? Oh no,
0: it's entertaining. This is. <laughs> I'm entertained. That's all that matters.
1: I don't, I, I don't want to see murder in my wrestling. You know, extortion. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not looking for that in my wrestling
0: <laughs> like, uh yeah
1: what's uh, going
0: on there there was there was an actual shooting on impact like a month ago wait what uh there was a wedding between uh Ty of valkyrie and johnny bravo uh and johnny bravo was shot at the wedding and they had a whole trial and everything and uh yeah, Larry D. of Triple XL uh went to jail over it after he lost to Tommy Dreamer in the opening
1: match. Bruh. I I I don't know. I got nothing. Well, you know what? Let me not even trip. I won't even trip. Because I, I I'm part of that uh, this generation that grew up during those weird times in the ruthless aggression era. And I recall very fondly that uh right around Armageddon. There used to there was a, a segment of interviews that went on weekly, where Josh Matthews found referee Tim White. Oh my God! From Hell in the South. I think the lunchtime suicide. Yeah, this man.
0: Oh, 02, uh Judgment Day, Jericho and Triple H. Yeah,
1: yeah. He got his. his I think his shoulder got separated yeah. when he was in the cell, and he just went suicidal. And and in one of these segments, this man supposedly blew his head off. With a shotgun, but then was back the next week to do something else.
0: So, I mean, and it became a running gag for like five months. They, they just had these skits, uh, they yeah. would upload to they, they never aired them on TV, they uploaded them on wwe.com like every single week. And it was Josh Matthews because like Tim White owned the bar in real life. Yeah. So, like, Josh Matthews was at his bar, and then like he just all the time, Josh Matthews would just pull up. Talk to Tim White, and Tim White would find different ways uh, to commit suicide. <laughs> and uh, on the final episode, Tim White shoots What's Josh that? Matthews. I'm about to
1: say he does kill Josh. Dad, like. <laughs> oh, I miss man. my
0: childhood so much. Uh, let's continue with this. Uh, Eric Young defeated Rhino. Uh, I, I actually did not pay attention to that match. Um, in the defeat, Rohit. Challenge for the X Division Championship. Uh, TJP was no longer able to qualify uh, to face Rohit Raju for the X Division Championship. Uh, they didn't say anything about Manic, who is portrayed by TJP. Uh, Manic wins the X Division Championship. Uh, we got a uh, Deanna Perazzo defeating Rosemary. Uh, for the impact knockouts championship that was a fire match go check that out if you have not seen it uh carl anderson defeats ethan page and uh if ethan page had won the north would have uh got a tag team title shot but they don't josh alexander walks out on his partner uh, and in the main event rich swan defeats chris bay to retain the impact world championship
1: oh yeah, yeah. and that was a
0: match of the year candidate Damn. And I'm not just being biased because it's it's Rich Swann and Crazy Bay, like it's legit match of the year candidate. It's up there.
1: I, I guess I gotta watch this now. It's up there. Uh it sucks. You know, uh, it was really hyping up the the match and everything like that. He had this picture of him holding the the old TNA title, which I don't know who in the world had a replica of that title. It was but, probably uh, on sale. <laughs> it had to be but uh yeah i guess he didn't pull it out shame uh maybe next time you won't snub young kings wrestling for an interview going into a title he, he, match he didn't,
0: he didn't snub us he he didn't uh, let, me, let me clarify that he didn't snub us It was just we we had schedule conflicts he was he was legit interested in coming coming aboard
1: okay all right all right. I retract i retract clear like, that out we we still, still got to make that happen
0: though. we do we do actually it is crazy because uh me and Malik worked the show he was in the locker room and I was like dang if we wasn't so busy like working this show we could have like did it right then and there but it's, it's always the next time it's always yeah. the next time yeah uh speaking of Chris Bay uh he did pull double duty uh you know quote unquote because you know a Lot of this stuff was pre-recorded, so not, all this stuff didn't go on at the same night.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh but he was uh he was on the card for the uh the super J Cup New Japan 2020. Uh, wrestled in the first match against Clark Connors, uh ended up uh losing to ACH in the semifinal round. Uh ACH uh lost to El Fantasmo in the final. Of the super j cup el fantasma bullet club uh wins the super j cup for the second year in a row and will get his uh shot at the uh junior heavyweight championship at wrestle kingdom next month
1: hey okay I
0: that should you. be good and also last night uh triple mania i love triple mania it's the only time i ever watched triple a because <laughs> i don't watch them any other time but triple mania uh, Kenny Omega defended his uh, A Mega Championship against Loretto Kid. Uh, one of my favorite matches I've seen this year. Like, I'm a person. I'm, I'm on record saying like, I don't really see all the hype of Kenny Omega, but that match was very, very good. Uh, better in the match with Moxley. I think everybody hyped that match up with Moxley, but this one, well, it was really good. If you didn't well, see
1: it. Well, which one?
0: Uh, Both of them. Last year and last week.
1: Cause last year, last year was good, but you know it, it was good for the stipulation. The second one I thought was better because you know they just kept it simple, and you you know you got to see you know the full the full showcase without all the extra bells and whistles and shit like that. Uh, it's outside of Moxley's wheelhouse, but that's good, particularly for somebody like me that's not big on Moxley uh you know i'm we we all know where i stand with him so for me to say that that was a good match i mean that uh that's given an endorsement plus you know he lost the title so that was it's killing two birds with one stone i was happy all the way around but i mean that 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 shows you right there that, that Kenny's solid i don't know i think i think you a little bit hard on him sometimes
0: it is mainly because I look at a guy like you know, a guy like AJ Styles. I've seen him, I've seen him wrestle in America, like wrestle a certain style in America last decade. And then I, you know, see him wrestle a style in Japan and then see him wrestle a more refined American style while still, you know, putting on classics, uh, you know, when he came back to America. That guy is... That's somebody you can hype up the way Kenny get hyped up. Yeah. Like We only ever seen Kenny against, you know, other dudes in Japan. Yeah. And they was just gassing him up. <laughs> like, if, if you're really going to be that dude, like, I got to see you, like, be that dude a whole bunch of different places. And I only really saw it in one place from Kenny. And I didn't I didn't agree with it. A guy like Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles thing you can you can say that cuz they they've been around
1: yeah well they it's more so Kenny just had to really prove himself they got know, such it. they got such long roads they went on and i mean Kenny got plenty of time in but it's just different with them like they went from like the bingo halls and ring of honor and gymnasiums all this other shit you know plus japan i mean that's that's a long map you're talking about. So he still he still got plenty of time. There's a
0: there's a match of Daniel Daniel Bryan versus Kamala in front I of like that. 200 people. Yeah, I that guy that. he went from that to you know to to winning the main event at WrestleMania and uh, you know the Superdome like that's insane. Nice. Shout out to that. Uh, also on Triple Mania though, man, Um the Lucha Brothers defended uh their tag team championships and uh that was dope too like pentagon got hurt in the middle of the match and he had to go back to the locker room and so like everybody it was a it was a triple threat match and so like phoenix just getting jumped by five other dudes like the whole rest of the match and then pentagon (laughs) came in and they, they did their thing and they won it was dope that that is that was available free on youtube so if you hadn't watched it go go search triple mania uh fast forward until you see uh the lucha brothers if you don't want to watch all the other stuff but all the other stuff is entertaining too man they had a they had this battle royal bunch of dudes dressed up as marvel characters and uh one of the guys apparently was brian cage and another dude was apparently leo rush Little Rush was dressed as Spider-Man, and Brian Cage was dressed as Thanos.
1: <laughs> oh, man. It was fun. Okay. I can dig
0: it. Yeah, that, that's that's what went down. That's what I've been watching this week. Okay. Uh, okay, man. <clears throat> Let me get it ready. See, Reek don't got no red this week, man. He don't. But I do. I, I got a slight one. And it's not against anything that happened on any of these shows. It's a, it's about the fans.
1: I'm on set. Here we go.
0: Okay, man. All right, so uh, I don't remember what day it was. It was Thursday or Friday, one of those days. Uh, a report came out that uh, Vince McMahon was sending some, some guys some, to back the train at the Performance Center. Uh, it, you know, a few of those names ended up coming out uh, Kato, you remember him from a uh, raw underground. Uh, Dio Madden, uh, otherwise known as uh, what's his name, Mace from yeah. Retribution?
1: Yep, yeah, there go, Mace, there go, cutie.
0: Uh, almost It's AJ Styles' bodyguard. Uh, Otis, and uh, and the one that got everybody up in the arms, <laughs> Keith Lee.
1: Okay, yep, yep, yep.
0: <laughs> they said you know vince mcmahon sent those guys down there to train uh, on tuesdays and thursdays there's no shows on tuesdays and thursdays so the performance center is open and uh people are free to go down there as they please to, to do whatever they need to do everybody got up in arms and they saw that keith lee was sent down at the performance center to train because what's the first thing that's going to jump into people's mind? Is that he got demoted. Where it's like, no, I, I can understand, you know, if if he just disappeared off of TV. He's clearly in the middle, of you know, of, of a push. Like, where that push will go, we don't know. But he's clearly in the middle of doing something. So is Otis. Otis was on TV this past week, too. After he got sent down there. Yep. I just want to know, man, what's the uh, what's the problem with professional athletes getting practice reps in? <laughs> like literally every other athletic profession, NBA, NFL, baseball, uh, uh hockey, soccer, every sport, even wrestling. Has practice. So just because somebody is on the main roster in WWE, it's wrong for them to go get
1: some practice in? Dumbass motherfucker. What's wrong with that, Reed? This is why we can't give people information. Like some, some people we just can't let in behind the scenes. Because if you had just read the news From a day earlier, because I think this was Friday. So if you just read the news from a day earlier, you would find that long-term plan for WrestleMania this year, at least in the WWE title picture, is looking like Drew, Brock, and guess who? Keith Lee. So if you understand that that is the goal, And now the next day you find that Vince wants to send them to the PC to get some work done. Two plus two equals four. (laughs) So if you see that, okay, I need you. You're here. I need you to be here. In order to get you from here to here, let's go back to the PC, work on that, and fix it up. Because we got something that we want you to do in April. You know, what, what, what what the result is, we don't know yet. And that's fine, let's stay in suspense about it, but we got something you want you to do. So maybe you're not there yet, let's work on it. Now I will say, uh, I think the reason why people are really bugging about it is because, you know, uh, there's all these reports that said like he's not happy with what he's seeing. So, I mean, if you focus too much on that side of it, like, yeah, okay, it'll, it'll get you a little stressed. It will get you a little concerned, but again, understand why he's upset like if you got a guy you know looking like stevie richards right now you know when he wants you to be like john cena and in the main event of course you're gonna be pissed because you want him to be vince plucked him out of nxt vince don't watch nxt vince saw this man at last year's survivor series and fell in love and said i want him and and matt riddle apparently uh, this is another news like he apparently is like enamored with matt riddle but those two in particular he said keithley and matt riddle he wants them on the main roster as soon as possible so for him to do that and now to have this plan for him to be in wrestlemania less than a year after his debut it's like okay you got lofty expectations and it's okay for him to not meet them but that's what practice is for we don't have fans right now you're not going from city to city you're in one location on a weekly basis so if there was ever a time for you to sit down and say listen this that you're doing right here every week needs work your promos that 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 needs work whatever if there was ever time to sit down and iron that out now would be the time because say we get fans back by the time wrestlemania rolls around and we go back to doing weekly shows how much time are you going to be having to do practice? Like one one day a week? Right. You got all week long. It's not an issue. There's no house shows. Exactly. That, was, that there, was a
0: practice and they don't There's have, no,
1: no There's no on the road anymore. You know, the, the thing about it is wrestlers live on the road, not right now they don't. But you know, this is why I tell you you can't give everybody information cuz they go off of their first reaction. And that carries them the whole way. They ranting on Twitter and everything like that for days on end. And they don't understand what's really going on. You can't tell everybody everything. This is why. Dumbass motherfucker. This is exactly why.
0: People are afraid of context. Yep. And I don't understand it. Or they just don't look for it. Yeah. Also, they just. uh, Very uh, emotionally driven society we live in. Where people just react to the first thing they see without seeking out context, and you know, I think, uh, I think the whole Ice Cube thing was a, a big indicator of that. Uh, you know, that that right there, I just kind of lost hope.
1: Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. That yeah, uh, it is what it is. that'll do it for you.
0: This you know, this Keith Lee thing, though, just it kind of made me want to quit. <laughs> I told you that like I saw that I just get like man these people are so stupid do I really want to be involved with these folks anymore longer
1: oh man I consider them. it's only gonna get worse yeah like this this, this is a lifestyle like
0: it really it is, is. Like, like, <laughs> like
1: take
0: take those take those hate blinders off for a second they can't like that's that's what's really killing folks is hey, them hate
1: blinders. You know, you know what's crazy? It's the promoters' faults. It is because they because they 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 really they they cause them to think that way because of the way they've been doing business all these years. It's like they they create they create these wars between the companies and they create this bias on one side or another. It's like they just they ingrain that in everybody's minds, and that's how they operate. So it's like we this this is a result of they they're doing like they caused this problem, so I I don't know man it's it's on y'all to fix it.
0: It is man just just keep doing what they doing, you know because if I've noticed a lot of the times that they deviate from from doing something and they they try to uh, participate in fan service booking, the fans ain't appreciative of it. And so they just go right back to doing the same old BS. So it's it's a never ending circle. It's the promoter's fault. And then when the promoter try to do better, hold themselves accountable, the fans don't appreciate it. And so they just go right back to doing what they're doing and the fans is mad again. The fans are gonna be mad either way, it's unfortunate. But it is what it is, man.
1: You know you know what did concern me though? Uh, so, apparently, Lana did an interview with Sports Sportskeeda, mm-hmm. and in that interview, uh, apparently she was told by somebody in WWE that they are considering, at some point, revisiting the, uh, well, what to say, the lesbian storyline between her and Liv Morgan. What? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, she, she enjoyed it, and she wouldn't mind going back to it but uh, she's been told that at some point they want to revisit it. What? Uh, I, I don't know how I feel about that <laughs> because this, this, this is going to cause a rant down the line because you're telling me <laughs> that Lana, who has never been a sympathetic figure at any point in time that she's been a part of this company, now we want the fans to feel sympathy for her just because she goes through a table every single week for let's it's been about what three months now it got her nominated for a Slammy. yeah oh yeah yeah she's her rivalry with tables is on, on the docket for rivalry of the year so she she goes through tables she cries in every documentary that they put her on TV for which is pissing me off because it's not working so you want us to feel sympathy for this person in order to build her up as a top baby face. it's not working. It's not cutting it. I do appreciate that they're trying with the in-ring work a little bit, you know, getting her in with, with you know, Nia and Shayna. I can appreciate that, but th- th- we're not we're not feeling sorry for her. I said this before; she wasn't built up as a bad enough heel for us to feel sorry for her. So you telling me you want us to feel sorry for her now, but then at some point later down the line. You want to restart this whole uh, scandalous storyline where she was uh, dating and then marrying Bobby Lashley, but all the while had a side chick in the picture. And w- w- what are we supposed to do with that? Is she is she the good guy in the situation? She's the bad guy in the situation. Is it supposed to be a, a comedy sketch? Like, what do you want? <laughs> like, I don't get it. Like, what what do you want? To do for her, and what do you want us to do in response? Like you, y'all got to be a little more clear, cause this this ain't it. Y'all are doing so, and they doing so much damage to her. It's like in a way, I do feel bad for Lana, but it's not in the way they want me to. It's like I feel bad because y'all are ruining her with all the different directions y'all trying to pull her in, just to get a reaction from us. Like this, this, this is bad.
0: But you know, it's kind of fire about that. At the end of the day, her and Live are on two different shows, and what she just she just threw out a, a, a speculation, of what she wants, and not what is necessarily going to happen. I hope not. So I appreciate that. <laughs> and it was
1: crazy. It was crazy thing. Is the only person going to benefit from that is Live. Yeah, because she when they when she was coming back as a single star, I was feeling it, and this whole like. the the riot squad 2.0 i'm i don't i don't really care to be honest like yeah they're a good team and you need some depth in that division because you got women's tag team titles that don't get enough spotlight so yeah having depth is important but i don't care about the the second coming of the riot squad it's not hitting like it used to you know what i'm saying especially because it didn't hit the first time well yeah i mean it, it had potential but it didn't really go you know what I'm saying? And then, it's only two of them because Sarah's about to have a baby soon, so it's not like they can all come together. And it's just, I don't know, man. It's not, it's not cooking. Liv needs to just go do her thing. Ruby can do her thing and, I don't know, find supposed other people. NXT got, or NXT UK got a whole bunch of tag teams. Like, bring them over. Why not?
0: Yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, let me find out where I want to take this show with, uh, I meant to actually say this at the top of the show, but I'm just gonna get it out of the way. Now, um, want to extend our condolences to the uh friends and family of uh Tommy Tiny Lister, junior, uh known to most wrestling fans as Zeus in the WWF, uh Z Gangster in WCW. Uh but he's probably more notably known for his role of Debo in the Friday movie series, uh as well as Zeus in No Host Bar, and he played uh the president uh, in the Fifth Element. Uh, As Zeus, uh, Lister was involved in main events at both Survivor Series and SummerSlam in 1989. Uh, This past September, we actually had the pleasure of uh, sitting with Tiny Lister to discuss uh, him working with Hulk Hogan as well as Friday. Uh, That is available on our YouTube channel, uh, Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. Uh, R.I.P. Debo, man. No more punking people out.
1: That was rough, man. I, and,
0: and and I was watching, so like I saw the news came out, and like I turned Friday on immediately. I was like I gotta watch Friday. Yeah. And uh, I want to know what 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 did he go to jail for? He was in jail for like four years. What did he go to jail for? They never explained it. Not,
1: his probably was trapping. Probably. He, always, he always had, I mean, he was always robbing people, but he always had money, yeah. a lot of money. So it's like, you didn't rob that many people. Just like, that, that was big worm, day.
0: was it, was it, was the plug? Yeah. So the Debo trapping too, like with smoke. Maybe, maybe, I
1: don't know. Maybe he was a collector. He was going around, you know,
0: you know, somebody like, on
1: their payments, you <laughs> know?
0: I've seen Friday so many times. So like every time I watch it, I gotta find something new to analyze about the movie. Like that's right. how I keep that's how I keep it fresh and interesting every time I watch it. I'll be doing that and, too. Uh this past time I was just like, how did Debo go to jail? Cause nobody pressed charges. Everybody went home after the
1: fight. Yep. Yeah. That was just that was just like so, some after school shit. Like but my, my right. theory,
0: my theory is since he was he was laying on Stanley's grass. Stanley probably called the police because Stanley <laughs> seemed like the type of dude that would have called the police.
1: Stanley was the neighborhood snitch. He was. You see, you see when he when they start walking away, Stanley peeping around, raking his neck around the bush, trying to look right. at them when they walking, like nah, Stanley's the neighborhood snitch. He probably did call the cops.
0: And that's why that's why he was that's why he met up with pops in the second movie, because he was running from Debo too. Oh yeah! Damn, I just put it together. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Debo, man. Oh. Uh, and let's talk about some stuff that happened this week uh, on television. Not gonna recap full shows because ain't nobody got time for all that. But I'm gonna just point out the stuff that was interesting. Uh, we had, uh, on Monday Night Raw, we got uh, The Fiend and Randy Orton had an interaction for the first time. For the first time a physical interaction. Uh, during that, uh, Brandy said Brandy, Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, uh, Funhouse Bray Wyatt, faced off in the main event. And uh, as Randy Orton RKO's Bray, the lights go out. And he's transformed into The Fiend. And a lot of people are confused how that was done. That part was not live.
1: I'm about to say, there's no
0: way. It was not live. It, it, was, it was very clearly not live.
1: There's no way. You know you know how, like, in NASCAR, they had the pit crew? Mm-hmm. Like, if that was live, these niggas would have had to have at least five people on standby to run in there. Just, he would have to have his costume on in the they strip it off him real quick, like the breakaway suit the Cesaro had, and like every each person got to slide a glove on, throw his mask on his face, his slide his boots on, and just jump out the ring, boom. Like they needed, they would have to do that. Not that simple. Like, just nah. It, that there's, there's no way. There's no way. it was taking over to move that fast.
0: Nah, he don't. It, it was fired though. It was dope. Uh. Also, we had uh, a Oscar faced off against Shayna Baszler, and uh, this kind of irritated me because it would have been the first time I believe Oscar and Shayna faced off one on one. And you, uh, you throw it away on Roll.
1: I'm I'm just I'm just tired. Why
0: you got both of them a part of a feud? They they don't need to be a part of. It. They can honestly do this Nia Jackson and Lana thing without Oscar and Shayna Baszler. And have Oscar and Shayna doing their own thing?
1: Well, I don't. I don't know if they could because, truthfully, the only reason this even got any real interest is because Shayna and Nia got involved. If you just had Nia and, and Lana, it that would just be like that would just be like weekly bullying, you know? Like nobody, there, there, there's nothing to really get invested in because let's be honest, Lana's not gonna win. Lana's not even gonna look decent is gonna beat the hell out of her, like she beats everybody else up, and it's, it's just it's just gonna go on week after week after week, and there's no end game to it. Like it's it's gonna be like a live viewing or in prison uh a nigga that just 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 found his his one his one person that he wanna mess with for his whole stick. He's gonna go to him every day and be like, yeah, hold my pocket, let's go." <laughs> That, that That's what it would be if there was just a two of them. But at the same time, I'm sick and tired of seeing Shayna in, in this scenario. Like, I'm tired of seeing her in the tag team. I'm tired of seeing. Like, I'm glad they've given some depth to her character that she's not just a, you know, mean face, straight short, you know, short speaking ass kicker. I'm glad they gave her Our some truth depth.
0: low key did wonders for her career.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, I, I'm not mad about that, but it's just like. This is getting a little too goofy. uh You're you, you doing not, not doing damage, but it's just you're not you're you're taking away that that edge that she had when she was in NXT. Like you soften her up a little bit too much for my liking. You know what I'm saying? I I sat up there and watched shana towards the end of her second, her first run as, as women's champion in NXT, all the way through the second run, and. I was convinced that there was not a single woman on the roster that could beat her, and then so and then when Rhea beat her after War Games, it was like, oh shit, it was a big deal, you know what I'm saying? That's what no that that's what the proper booking does, and now she doesn't feel like that same person anymore. That's what I got a problem with. So well, I
0: think you can easily heat her back up too, though. Like, oh, I it can. It, like like I, I've been watching this 2001 and and the goofy shit they had william regal doing and then he just like became just this ruthless this unfuck withable guy just kind of at the snap of a finger Riegel, you can do that with shana
1: regal is the only one i believe that actually voluntarily kissed Vince mcmahon's ass everyone else kind of got like pushed into it yeah but this motherfucker said oh Smooth. i'm gonna do it With the chapstick on and everything. (laughs) Oh, shit. That was hilarious.
0: Uh, Also on Raw, uh, AJ Styles pins Drew McIntyre, just the head of their con... I lost my train of thought momentarily. Their confrontation (laughs) at TLC. (laughs) That should be cool, man. Uh, I don't think AJ going to win. Also feel that AJ Styles is due for another title run at some point next year it's been a couple years like let's get them another one uh over on smackdown uh kicked off with the contract signing uh carmella and sasha banks for the smackdown women's championship and they started talking about it was uh it was tonight and i'm like i thought it was at the pay-per-view if it's tonight fine with me uh i got kind of nervous though I was like ah here we go because as a Sasha Banks fan, you you gotta walk on eggshells when it comes to this. Uh but uh Carmella did win, but it was by disqualification. And uh yeah. So we're probably gonna get a rematch at the pay-per-view uh again. Uh we had a little brawl and uh Carmella hit Sasha with a bottle of champagne.
1: Which she oversold by the way. She, she hella oversold it. Like <laughs> she hit her in the back with it. And she passed out like she got like clocked with the sledgehammer or something. Like, yeah, listen. I, I I'm sure that hurt, but uh you ain't dead. Like you, you gotta you don't gotta hit it that that hard. You know what I'm saying? But my, my, my big thing about this was uh when did Carmela get a side nigga? Like and why is Corey so cool with this? <laughs> This dude is sitting in there you know, at I'm ringside. Just, like, I, I'm
0: just happy nobody on Twitter said it looked like me.
1: <laughs> nah, nah, I'm like, yo, that's clearly Emmanuel, Hudson. I, think, like I Emmanuel think, Hudson. I think I think Vince said it looked like you, though. I think he did say that. But nah, my first thought was, yo, that, that's Emmanuel right there. I thought the same thing. Apparently the dude, <laughs> uh, I hella forgot his name, and I'm sorry. He got, he signed.
0: Yeah, he, he's uh he's in NXT. And uh they say he used to work for Cirque du Soleil.
1: Okay. Interesting. It's very interesting. I expect to see him on 205 live then.
0: Doing a whole bunch of crazy shit. Yeah. I'm talking about 720s. I don't even I think was. that's I I don't think that's a, a degree number. I think it is 720. Yeah 360. Yeah. Times yeah. two, 720. Yep. Yep. You <laughs> can do it. Why not? Facts. Uh also we got a uh, another uh instance of Kevin Owens beating the shit out of Jay Uso <laughs> and disappointing the Anoa'i Fatu family <laughs> yet again. Uh and this time uh Roman Reigns did a pull-up. We said Roman don't do pull-ups, but he did one uh he oh, yeah. stomp Kevin Owens out in a pair of royal blue Jordan 1s <laughs> and then basically, you know, just completely violated and addressed some shit towards Kevin Owens' wife and kids.
1: Facts. Nice. Complete yeah. violation. Oh my god. But I, so I I said this Friday when I was on the show with, with Matt like Roman Reigns really a serious killer. Within the context of WWE, the man is a serial killer. Because this man is about six foot and brolic as hell. This imposing person. But he literally whispers when he talks. Unless he like beating your ass and yelling. Only serial killers whisper all the time. Like, this man just, just keeps his tone like below a certain decibel every time he talks. You know what I'm saying? And we we, we I understand more uh you know like what what the the dynamic with him and jay and why it is really the fact that they jay don't get the same fear respect and shit like that cuz he keeps telling him oh they don't respect you they don't fear you it's cuz there's different threat levels <laughs> you know what i'm saying like jay jay's like the the the, the little, little puppy the little evil mean puppy like he can get, he'll get a little mean with you. He'll bite you. He might hurt you. But you know, you, you brush it off. You you know, throw throw some, some band-aids on. You be alright. You patch yourself up, or you you beat the little dog's ass if you're feeling froggy enough. But when Roman pull up, it's a whole different story. Like this is a dude that tried to murder his cousin, like on two separate occasions. And if you suspend disbelief long enough, you think like for real, this dude really killed this man. So if he would do that to his family, what you think he gonna do to you who outside the family ain't talking shit about his family? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, we we know we know why it, it, it's different for Jay. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's levels to this at the end of the day. Roman the killer. Nice. And Jay, Jay truthfully is not even like a full-fledged bad guy. Jay's doing he's doing out of obligation. Like, he gotta stay at the table. He got to keep his family set. Like, he don't even really want to do this. (laughs) So, that's another thing, too. Like, his heart ain't in the bad life, but he got to do what he got to do. You know what I'm saying? He's not a real killer.
0: Don't this make Rikishi look bad a little bit? Why? Because, like, at Hell in a Cell, you had Roman's dad out here just crowning him as the head of the table.
1: Rikishi ain't showed up yet. I mean, we, saw him, we saw him backstage at, uh, I think it was Survivor Series? Was he? He was there yeah. for The Undertaker. He wasn't there for his son. His son got kicked out the arena. And he ain't do nothing about it. He was out back before, there drinking with Taker. There was a thing before the match. He was talking to Jay. Was he? But they. But then Jay went out and lost you know, the an awesome match. So. I didn't see that part. Uh, no. Uh, but it was brief, though. So It must have been
0: on the pre-show or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. You didn't really see it for long. But... Nah, uh, that I, I see that. I see that point. Cause, uh, yeah, I I have not seen Rikishi much outside of that that one little brief moment. But I mean, well he gonna might do? Have
0: to, might have to nominate Keish for a uh, for that award on our year end awards. That Well,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm just, later on I'm just like, here. I'm just like, well, what he gonna do though? He ain't, he had a table either. you know what I'm saying? He he could just he could just little make make a plea. But that's about it. <laughs> he can't really say a whole lot. He could do Roma, something. Roma mess around, kick him out too. Uh, I mean, call Dwayne up. I mean, could do that. Eventually. And, uh, when we have capacity fans. They they even,
0: you know what I'm saying? Like Rikishi did it for the rock.
1: <laughs> oh no. You know? <laughs>
0: no. and then a year later uh, or two oh. years later rather uh, when The Rock was supposed to kiss Vince McMahon's ass mm. or or actually uh, Vince was supposed to kiss The Rock's ass yeah. The Rock yeah. had him kiss Rikishi ass instead so they even so like Rikishi can ask him for a favor
1: yeah yeah he can
0: without yeah. Rock being like no <laughs> <laughs> It's not like he owe him one no more. Like, they even.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Go help Heck your yeah. son out, bro. You yeah, need uh, to. Also, uh, on SmackDown, we got a... Biggie got a new t-shirt. Sami Zayn uh, also has a new t-shirt. <laughs> I Am Sami Zayn shirt available. <laughs> oh, WWE it's, shop. I, I almost wanted to buy it.
1: They're really selling that. Like They really... They got nerve. They got a lot of nerve. You know it's going to sell out. To 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 charge actual money for that, and in it like twenty dollars. Uh,
0: I think the default price for t-shirts on a WWE Shop is twenty seven ninety nine with six ninety nine shipping. <laughs> all the I, 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 I purchased a few shirts, so yeah, the me price too. is kind of.
1: I, I, I only do it. I only do it when they have the promos or 50% off. Oh you yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they ain't the, going to kill me. Bogos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by, all by the time. You get one, a penny. All that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. They ain't going to get me. Or this uh, is a
0: shirt I really, I really want to get. Like, like the Kofi, the Kofi WWE championship shirt. I bought that shit that night when it came out. Uh, Becky Lynch, the man shirt. I had to give me one of those. Oh, yeah. Uh
1: So I could go to the SmackDown. I got mine just in time for Mania. Yeah, Actually, I got mine when I went to the SmackDown event that I was at out here. And then, yeah, I got it at that right after the show for WrestleMania. Yeah, but other than that, we're going to wait. Like, I
0: still want the old, uh, you know, the the Cash Money uh, album cover, Street Profit shirt. I still want that one. That is fine. I ain't bought that one yet. Street Poppers got some fire gear too. Yeah, they do. I feel like I would go broke buying Street Poppers merch. <laughs> they they had they got red solo cups for sale. Like you said, only in America. I'll tell you, man. I'm talking, you, you mean tell me I can get a whole bag of 20 of these cups at the Dollar Tree for a dollar, but I'm paying full price plus shipping. For well, one WWE branded cup.
1: Only the mirror. Oh man, I don't get it. But the, the shirt, the shirt is what's killing me, cause you got a, a grown, a grown man, not even grown man, it looked like a child. Stick figure. Drew a, a yeah, a stick figure, Sammy Zane. And you selling that for twenty dollars, bro? <laughs> like, yo, oh man. I, I want to see who really bought man. that. I want to see who really bought. that. I know a lot of people bought it. Cause, cause, like people that buy that, y'all don't respect money. Y'all clearly don't have respect or any kind of reverence for your dollars. At all, I, you could make that shirt. Like, hey, I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what type of
0: jobs wrestling fans be having. Well, wrestling fans be having money sometimes though. They just Yo- buy- go to all the shows, go to all the pay-per-views, travel to... I know people that's been to WrestleMania the past five years. Me too!
1: Yo, one of the dudes that like I talk to on the regular, and I met him years ago, he worked at Walmart. And this dude has been to every WrestleMania since... I want to say 27? Damn. That's 10 years. Plus, plus, most of the shows, Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, uh, Extreme Rules, Night of Champions, and I'm not talking like like nosebleed seats. So I'm talking like my man be on the floor. Wow. So I'm like, oh, bro, what, what's your side hustle? Like, what, what other money are you making? Like, I need I need answers. I need, I need parts. <laughs> Girl, what's up.
0: With me, I'm, I'm, I'm I've never been to a pay per view. Sad as that is.
1: Oh man, never I got, been. To I one. got I got two SmackDowns and a WrestleMania. That's it.
0: Nah, one pay-per-view. And I'm going to be like, I'm going to be real with you. I've only ever had the opportunity to go to two. It has only been one pay-per-view in my city. And that was in 2008. Didn't go to that. And then uh, Elimination Chamber was out here in Vegas in 2018. Didn't go to that. SmackDown came out here every year before they stopped touring. Facts. I was at every SmackDown. But, yeah. Festival yeah, of was Friendship was here. Bad. I did not go. I was kind of upset.
1: Oh, man. That was the day. That was the day to go.
0: It was. But uh, my excuse, valid excuse, I just moved here. I actually did not know WWE was coming to Vegas until, like, the week before. And I was like, damn. Anyway, let's Maybe move on.
1: Booster too. <laughs> Low key.
0: Low key. Uh, let's move on to NXT. Uh, fun little Wednesday night. NXT AW. Uh, We got the return of Carrying Cross, Beats the shit out of Damian Priest. Put some through a tape. So my guy crosses back. Probably gonna, uh, probably gonna face Priest at these, uh, New, New Year's Evil special on the 6th of January. Yep. Uh, where Finn Balor will also be facing the winner of Pete Dunne and Kyle O'Reilly this upcoming Wednesday. And I'm hoping uh, probably, women's title's
1: on the line, too. It should be. It should be. Uh, Raquel has uh, quite an impressive December and November. So, her resume right now. Uh, she pinned Io clean in the center of war games after what was the best match on the night, in my opinion.
0: Pinned the current women's champion, pinned a former NXT women's champion this past I Wednesday.
1: Yeah, they, uh, they definitely giving her a massive push right now. And it's like that we, we saw it just last year with Rhea in the same, like literally the same path that they're taking right now. So now EO's been champion since the summer, or the early spring rather, so May. it
0: in your house, whenever that was that was yeah. like early June.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was in the back in early or late spring, early summer. Uh, All the spring summer. months blend
0: together because we was like we were still kind of on lockdown at the time. So
1: yeah. But no, um, this is uh th- th- this could be that one. I could see uh, giant Gonzalez holding belt for a good amount of time and big
0: mommy cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's uh that's gonna freshen the scene up a little bit, however. Uh, if they don't go with that right away I will settle for Thickosaurus versus Eo because uh she just uh had some problems with shorty backstage <laughs> like she like I don't dislike you or not or not uh what was it she said she just don't like her or <laughs> just just snuffing her backstage and causing them a fight. I'm like okay I, I can I can I can get down with this. Her and, uh. her and EO Amber and EO, Uh, I I don't need to see Rhea and Giant Gonzalez again, I really don't. But uh, I wouldn't be mad at it. I just
0: just don't wanna see it no
1: more. As long as as Rhea loses. Yeah. Cause there's nothing else to be gained out of this. It's really not.
0: Uh, Also uh, next week we have Tony Storm versus Rhea Ripley. And I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't really care when they faced off in NXT UK. Uh, not that I didn't care about those two. I just didn't think the matches were all that good. But I mean, they, they both improved since then, you know, yeah. a, a benefit of going to the Performance Center. <laughs> you improve, <laughs> which is kind of the point. Yeah. Uh, they've improved a lot. And, uh, and the and the face heel dynamics are different this time. So that should be interesting. It might, it might make it a little bit fresher, so we're going to see. Uh, Jake Atlas is uh, apparently no longer a jobber after I complained about it, so that's cool. <laughs> One two in a row. Beat uh, Isaiah Swartz Scott this week. And uh looks like Malcolm Bivens has returned, and he has a new client coming soon in Tyler Rust.
1: I was so confused. <laughs> I'm like, first off, uh, where the hell you been? And well, the yeah. other question, like, and we asked this when we was on, on, on Friday, uh, what happened to Indu Share? Like, you had a whole squad with you with some scary-looking dudes. They
0: spoiled they the disappeared,
1: show. You disappeared. Yeah, like, they disappeared, you disappeared, and nobody knows what's going on. Now, all of a sudden, you're just popping up, recruiting niggas. Like, no, you got to reannounce yourself first, bro. Like he's just hey, the grind don't, don't stop, man. Goodness, like he, like he is he he the Black Robert Stone?
0: The grind don't stop when you you peddling Fubu shirts out of in, you know and <laughs> lugs boots out of out of the trunk of your car at the performance center. You gotta make y'all make some shape,
1: bro. Bro, that killed me when I saw that. <laughs> I am telling you,
0: man. you gotta make something shape, man. Uh, Shout out to the guy Malcolm Bivens, a uh, very entertaining, shit. underrated Twitter account.
1: For real though, like he another he another one that need to get some more screen time. Him, I, I've been lobbying this. Him, I'm adding him to the list, and Billy K.
0: Yes, I feel like Billy K get a lot of screen time, but she need more.
1: Yeah, she don't she don't get nearly enough. Nah. Like the red honestly, the resume, the resume thing is, is like, be the best thing on SmackDown other than Roman, like. When she when she pulls up, and the announced chairs, <laughs> it's like we just squeeze it between you two guys right here Here go the resume, like, bro, that's Fact. what we watch this shit for. That's entertainment. And she better than uh, Peyton. Yo, I, I like, said that then. Friday. I'm like, yo. Who back like, what is it that y'all saw other than the face that made you think that Peyton was the star in the iconics? Because Billy was always the one that came out front with you know with the, the barbs and everything like that, and you know, the promos and everything. Hey, he was Kayla, always the one, yeah. She was always the one shooting. She got the catchphrases. And, yeah, be and joking. was like Peyton was just like the backup. The she was just like, chime in, yeah. So Whatever made you think that Peyton was gonna be the one that you could turn into a star when you had Billy I I don't understand it. I really don't.
0: I don't know. These fans, you know, they be smoking crack, you know.
1: Stop it. Get some help. Indeed. It's fucking
0: Vince. Uh AW man, Dynamite. I'm gonna just point out uh the, the more important things, because my guy Reek. Uh watch winter is coming. He enjoyed it. <laughs> and the reason why he enjoyed it is because there was a certain tag team that was not booked for a special occasion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Said tag team went back to work this past Wednesday <laughs> and won a match. And uh I was just, you know, I was just perusing the internet earlier today. Yes, I said perusing.
1: <laughs> and I come to find out that said tag
0: team has a match in 2020 that is rated 4.75 stars. Who did it?
1: <laughs> who? You know who. Why would Why would you tell me that? You, you who know did who did it? it. You know who. Bro. P- please don't. Please don't do this. Granted, that match did have the Lucha Brothers in it. But still, so so they get they get the four stars. It's not it's not all of them. They, they, they get four stars, and the other team get the 0. .75. This and this was Meltzer. Yes. Okay. we <laughs> gonna have to have a chat. We have to, oh my god, we're making my business to get him up out of here, bro. Like this, this is gonna stop. This is gonna stop him, these match ratings. He he he's had a couple questionable match ratings that over the years that I, I, I gotta get him out. But that and this shoddy reporting he be doing. Oh, we're gonna get him up out of here. I'm telling you, I'm gonna make it my business. I'm sick of this. This this gonna cross the line with me. I'm sorry. Nothing, nothing that I see Botcher and Blandin is worthy of three stars, let alone four. And you went ahead and gave it a half on top of that. Meltzer, we got problems, bro. Go get the Mmm. Yeah. Yeah. I got issues with you, Meltzer. That 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 was my rant right there. Cause he just I, I was cool. I was calm today. I was upset. I was chilling. I had no rants on deck. And then this man told me that Botcher and Blaine had a match in 2020. That had four plus stars rated. And Dave Meltzer did this. You serious? Dave Meltzer? You son of a bitch. How dare you? Oh my God. I'm telling you. It's like smoking crack. Yes. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. (laughs) Meltzer, of all the things. Of all the things. This is like top three. About to be number one. Of the dumbest. Dumbest things you have ever contributed to the wrestling community, dumbass motherfucker, ever. Oh my god, you got to you got to pay for this. Dave Meltzer got to pay for this. I'm on his ass all week. Dave Meltzer gonna pay for this. What my words, goddamn it. Dom Hey,
0: what else happened on uh, AEW? <laughs> Oh uh, man. Uh yeah, Kenny Omega was on impact.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh in a tour bus. And and oh yeah, let, let me let me let me talk about this. <clears throat> oh yeah
1: yeah.
0: This isn't about AEW. This is about impact wrestling.
1: Mm. Impact.
0: Yeah. I've been a fan of of of, of NWA TNA Impact. I, I, I was a fan of them back in 2003. That was when I discovered that they they had a wrestling promotion that had, that offered five dollar pay per views every Wednesday night. I was like, "Huh." I wanted to check it out one night. I asked my mom. I was like, "Hey, mom, I got five dollars. I want to watch this pay per view." And Cox Cable wouldn't let us order it for some reason. So I'll just say, hey, whatever. And they got a TV deal on uh, Fox Sports Net in 2004. And I was watching them. And then they got the deal with Spike TV. And I was watching them. And I kind of fell out the graces of impact uh, at the top of last decade. Didn't really watch it at all until about late 2018. So I've been back in Impact for about a year and a half, two years now. I just say all that to say over the whole course of me watching Impact, they've made it so difficult to just like, it's make it so difficult sometimes. They, They like to step on their own foot a lot. And then the most recent example of that, They buried their world champion in favor of AEW's world champion on an episode where a lot of people, probably a lot of people tuning in, probably didn't watch Impact at all. They tuned in to see Kenny Omega. They tuned in to see their champion on another show. And when they tuned in to see their champion on another show, they saw that other show's champion get buried by their own champion as rich swan goes to try to go out to his car after the show he is not allowed out of the building by security because kenny omega blocked off the entire parking lot (laughs) and only people who are approved to go out to the parking lot could go out there carl anderson was able to go out there because he was in the bullet club with kenny omega Hint, hint Impact's own champion was not allowed to go out to the parking lot. That's disgraceful. Do better, Impact. You make it so difficult. You make it so difficult, man. It, 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 and then when you try to do good things, like you you, you put your, your world championship on a woman earlier this year, and everybody knew you was going to do it, It was gonna make history. Everybody was just so hype about it. Cause you, you know, certain things you just know is gonna happen in this field of wrestling. And that woman got exposed as a, you know, being a racist bully the day before and you still put the belt on her. And she taught y'all a lesson and held the belt hostage. I'm about
1: to say, (laughs) she went up and- So I was thinking like, man,
0: you know, Impact got the, you know, they, they got the new, you know, new regime. I'm thinking, you know, they grew some balls when they, they, they stripped her out of the belt. And you just bury your champion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You bury a champion for Kenny Omega. But uh, I, I, I'm just gonna prepare myself now because I know Kenny Omega's gonna win an Impact World Championship at some point. So Kenny Omega can say he holds two world championships in America, holds a championship in Mexico.
1: This this gonna turn into a monopoly. This is this is how they this is how they leverage themselves in the war. You got you gonna say Kenny Omega is a three promotion world champion. <laughs> That's how they gonna do this
0: at the expense of Rich Swan.
1: Yep, like
0: you know, and I think you know if you had a guy like. Eddie Edwards was still champion, you know, or or, or somebody, you know, you know, if if Moose was your world champion and you did it to Moose, you know, Moose is a big, imposing guy. And and, and you do that to him and you you punk Moose out, it it would look, you know, look a little bit better. You punked out a guy who most of AEW's audience, the last time they saw him was on 205 Live, a show that nobody Mm -hmm. finds a credible show at all. Not at all. It just looks bad. Is all I'm saying. It just looks bad.
1: It's terrible.
0: Probably shouldn't have did that. And he he obliged with security. He was like, "Oh, okay. I
1: guess I'll go the other way." He just went the other way. He just went the other way. We then did all this work to repair his image.
0: To to re to to re to repair his image after he got fired from WWE. And then he had this this injury to to rehab that injury to come back within a a few months. His first match back was in the main event of Slammiversary in a world title match. He lost it. Ended up winning the championship at their uh, Impact's equivalent of WrestleMania. He won the championship in the main event of their equivalent of WrestleMania, and he got punked out by AEW's world champion. (laughs) This is a bad look.
1: That's all I want to say. That's got Tony Khan written all over it. Terrible. Tony
0: Khan was on Impact this past week too.
1: Huh?
0: It was a a quote unquote paid advertisement where he promotes Dynamite for like three minutes on Impact. It was pretty cool. I thought it was fun. And ton- see, Tony Khan, Tony Khan would be. Like perfect, which I wouldn't mind if AEW were to do this. Tony Khan was to be like a, a heel authority figure because he just has that whole vibe. He's a he's a billionaire. He got like one of the most punchable faces. Like you just look at his face, you just want to like punch him in the
1: face. Tony is a heel authority figure, just not on screen. Yeah. <laughs> we just don't get to see it.
0: On screen might be money. Like if he had some time, he wasn't busy, he could he could do that, you know, a little bit. I would I would consider doing it. as much as you know as much as you know a uh, heel authority figures probably give people PTSD because of you know WWE. Last time they had heel authority figures, it was Baron Corbin, mm. <laughs> so, so might get some folks with PTSD. Mm, but it should be fun. Uh, let me get back to this AEW man. It was, it, Impact Impact bothered me with that this past week. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, you know, we got a we got a Sting making his first appearance since his debut in AEW. Uh, him and Cody chatted it up. They kind of teased the possible Cody and Sting match, and uh, I'm gonna just keep it real. Nobody other than ten year old Cody Rhodes wants to see this match happen.
1: Uh, honestly, and I was talking about this on Friday, I, uh, I don't care to see Sting do anything in terms of wrestling. But uh, if, for some reason, you do get Sting into a ring, there are like a paper-thin list of people that I would be okay with him getting in there with. And Cody is pretty high on that list, so if you're gonna do it, uh, if I'm talking about somebody I would trust to see Sting working with, that he doesn't get turned into a vegetable for the rest of his life, I I would I would feel okay with him working with Cody. The story would work, and I think they could put on a decent match. But that's it. Like, call it a day after that. Sting is like 60, what? 61, 62? Yeah, 61. Like uh, and uh, you know, granted, Flair wrestled deep into his sixties, but he didn't have. neck He should issues have retired years before too. Uh, of course, but you know, he didn't have the, the 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 type of neck issue that Sting had that almost that basically ended his career. That's different. Um, this this don't need to happen, but I would be okay. I would I'd survive if it does happen. Uh, just. You don't need to do this, man.
0: <laughs> you really don't need to do this. I, I will say this though, you know, I might seem hypocritical, but if they were to have this match at double or nothing here at MGM where it's supposed to be, I'll be there and I'll be hyped for it. I'm not gonna lie. I've never okay. seen Sting wrestle before. I mean, so. why
1: wouldn't you? You know, like I I, I can't I can't disagree with that. <laughs> like just talking about a, a guy that we all grew up seeing. At some point in time, he's up in that upper echelon of names. So, I mean, you get the chance to, to personally get to see that. Hell yeah.
0: Yeah, I've never seen Sting wrestle. Yeah. So, if I had that opportunity, I'm going to take it. It's just going to be like, eh. it It's like the first time I got to see LeBron play was a preseason game. And it was kind of, I was in the nosebleeds. Like, I was literally on the on the top, top row. So I didn't really see anything. Uh, but we also teased uh, Cody and Shaq. We had a sit down between uh, Brandy Rose and Shaquille O'Neal with Tony Schiavone. And Brandy throws a glass of water on Shaq. I didn't, I had no idea what happened in that segment. I just saw that part. Like I had no interest in that segment at all. But Shout out to Shaq, man. And uh, we're getting an appearance on Dynamite from another WWE Hall of Famer on January 6th. Snoop Dogg will be doing commentary, so that should be fun.
1: So, so Matt has this theory that uh, you'll you hear, you hear the episode, but uh, you think Snoop Dogg a plant? No, he thinks that uh. Disappearance by Snoop Dogg is gonna cost someone his family very dearly, and uh it could happen as soon as TLC. You
0: know I, what it wouldn't it wouldn't even shock me, man.
1: But <laughs> I hope not, but when I think about it, like damn. He said he would not be surprised if. You know, TLC has some uh very interesting results as far as their women's championship match is concerned. <laughs> Cause uh we we know these promoters are petty. And you
0: know, the same thing happened at TLC four years ago. Uh yeah. ironically, after it had a black excellence photo <laughs> with yes. Sasha the New Day and Rich Swan. Ironically, all of them lost their belts within a two-week span.
1: Yep. Oh, my God. We can't it. have that, God damn it. I remember that, too. I was so hyped. I was like, yo, let's go. And then drop. Drop. Two weeks. Drop. Like, yo, what the hell? Like, I, couldn't, I couldn't get a month to enjoy this, bro. Like, oh, my God. It's all bad.
0: It's all bad, but it's all good.
1: But I'm just we'll I'm see. saying like yo Snoop can Knock do whatever you wanna do. You know what I'm saying? Snoop Dogg Snoop, you ain't gonna tell him what he can do. Uh, you know, just remember because they got it, they gonna put it up, you know, on her screen whenever she goes on TV. The cousin, cousin of Snoop Dogg. It was on there
0: on Friday too. I, I thought yeah. it wasn't gonna be, but <laughs> it's still there.
1: I'm like, oh, oh, this this might not be good. I'm concerned.
0: Next time I turn on <laughs> WrestleMania 32. It's just gonna Sasha just gonna automatically be in the ring, right? When she ever? <laughs> oh
1: man! Yeah, uh, then she got hit with a bottle. On top of that, I'm like, man, this is not good.
0: Let's not wish that evil.
1: I I I'll tell you, I hope not, man. It's just you know, it's it's scary because Carmella looked good too with this this this, this new gimmick. I wasn't, I I didn't have high expectations. I thought they was gonna blow it. It looked like they were going to blow it, and then they They didn't They got me reinvested. Yeah, they they didn't blow it. So now it's like, oh, shit. Uh Uh-oh.
0: Knock on wood.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm just knocking on wood. Yeah.
1: That
0: that was about all that was interesting to me on Impact. Uh, Not Impact, I'm sorry, Dynamite. Uh, MJF retains the uh, Dynamite Diamond Ring in the main event. And uh, they also teased uh, Sammy Guevara potentially quitting Inner Circle. Good riddance. Yeah, Yes, sir. Uh, Let me close this out, man. We're going to have some awards, man, coming up. Just like last year. Last year, we did our end of decade awards. uh, But now there is no end of decade anything. So we're just going to do end of year. let me announce these nominations reek it's my drum roll or perhaps (laughs) got to do that it's appropriate uh so nominations for young kings wrestling podcast year-end awards uh men's wrestler of the year uh have no nominations now, but some uh, some notable names possibly win this. Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, Kenny Omega, John Moxley, uh Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, uh Naito, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, endless
1: list. You put uh, Kenny Omega on the list. I'm shocked.
0: I mean. I'm still kind of working out the logistics of how we're going to do this.
1: <laughs> he ain't going to make the nominations. Watch, <laughs> that, that I didn't said it. Oh, but
0: it, it, this is this is my preliminary. Let me say the word, right? Preliminary <laughs> nominations. <laughs> uh, Women's wrestler of the year uh, on my preliminary. Let me say it right again. <laughs> preliminary <laughs> list. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Bro, every,
1: everybody been messing up on the shows this week. Like, yo, Kyle, Kyle and Vince was on SmackRaw. He was getting lit. He was stumbling over his words. Then I got on with Matt after that. He was stumbling over it. it's like, yo, what's going on with these hosts this week, man?
0: Been a long oh, week, man. man. <laughs> it was my finals week. You gotta stall me out.
1: <laughs> I got
0: you. Uh women's wrestler of the year. Uh Sasha Banks, Bailey, Oscar. Carl Ushida, Niana Purrazzo, Ia Shirai, among other names. Uh, overall, match of the year. This includes television and pay-per-views, uh, takeovers, takeover UKs, whatever. Uh, there's some notable examples I got on here. Uh, I got Kenny Omega, John Moxley, uh, Randy Orton, and Edge, greatest wrestling match ever, only appropriate that had to be on there. Uh, Johnny Gargano, Finn Balor at TakeOver Portland uh, let me see what else I got on here I got the Men's Royal Rumble because I, I thoroughly enjoyed that match thought it was very uh, well booked Yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega Hangman Page versus the Young Bucks at AEW Revolution everybody loved that match uh, Undisputed Era versus Imperium at NXT Worlds Collide you probably forgot that match happened this year <laughs>
1: Hell no I did it. It's been a long That's year. That one was fire.
0: Uh Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak at Elimination Chamber, I think is underrated match.
1: Ooh.
0: I like that. Uh AJ Styles versus The Undertaker, Boneyard match. Just for entertainment factor alone. Yeah. Um John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston at Full Gear. Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso at Clash of Champions. Uh, I think a match a lot of people don't seem to talk about. Uh, John Morrison versus Jimmy Uso versus Kofi Kingston at WrestleMania. That was a really good match. That was dope. So, uh, among several other choices.
1: Uh,
0: overall, women's match of the year uh, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Hell in a Cell. Got uh, Kaylee Ray versus Piper Niven on NXT UK from a few weeks back. Sasha Banks and Eel Shirai, Great American Bash. Oscar uh, and Becky Lynch at the Royal Rumble, uh, women's war games, just among other, other uh, notable, notable matches. Uh, then I got TV match of the year because I feel that that overall match of the year, somebody uh, might, you know, choose a match on a pay-per-view and, and TV matches don't really get the attention that they should. Uh, so some notable TV matches uh, this past year, uh, Keith Lee versus Adam Cole at Great American Bash. Uh, Walter versus Ilya Dragunov on NXT UK. That was a banger. Uh, Lucha Brothers versus Kenny Omega, Hangman Page on Dynamite. Uh, Timothy Thatcher versus Matt Riddle, fight pick. That was a good one. Uh, Cody Rose versus Eddie Kingston on Dynamite for the TNT title, among others. That also
1: felt like it was last year.
0: It do, don't it's it? A lot so of the stuff so Matt Riddle did in NXT feels like it happened last year. Damn. Like, Browser Waits, it feels like it happened last year.
1: Facts. It really, damn. Uh, also got
0: a, on that list, TV match of the year, Uh, Pat versus Kenny Omega, Iron Man. That happened on Dynamite in, like, February, I think. It's pretty fire. Sasha Banks and Bayley on SmackDown a few weeks ago, among others. So once I figure out how we gonna do this, we're gonna let everybody know. Uh, Tag team of the year. Uh, I feel there is only a limited amount of choices that that truly should qualify. So uh, got the New Day, Street Profits, The North, uh, The Good Brothers, Young Bucks, FTR, Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, and the Golden Role Models. And if I left anybody else out, let me know. But that's really all I could think of. of who. All those people I named were champions this year and actually uh, kind of made a mark on the shows that they were on. So I don't think nobody else really qualified. Maybe I thought a disputed era in there just by default.
1: I was to say, uh, this is a couple, couple uh, in NXT maybe. What? hey, yeah. Imperium,
0: yeah, 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 there's a few other people, but you know, liberties, man. Uh, pay per view of the year, uh, among some choices I thought should be up for consideration, uh, AW Revolution, uh, Elimination Chamber, uh, Full Gear Slammiversary, uh, Wrestle Kingdom 14, WrestleMania. Among others,
1: WrestleMania
0: uh, It's WrestleMania.
1: Uh,
0: Just because it, was, it it was it was innovative, they they did something differently. It.
1: It's WrestleMania with something of an asterisk. I don't know, man. It was I mean, gonna,
0: it's
1: like you're gonna watch it because it's WrestleMania, but uh I D think hype-wise.
0: F- throw it on there.
1: Okay.
0: Don't mean it's gonna win.
1: It probably. Ain't, but
0: yeah. Uh takeover of the year. Uh only has six choices for that one. So we're gonna choose between Portland in your house. Uh takeover 30, take over 31, war games, and uh we include a UK Takeover Blackpool 2.
1: Honestly, that, that's gonna be hard as hell. <laughs> That's
0: really. I, 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 I've I've limited my choices down to two. Like
1: every takeover this year was fire.
0: Everyone was fire. Like... I I I've, <laughs> I've 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 broke it down to two. Uh, breakout star of the year. A uh, few people I had in the pool. Uh, Shashi Blackheart, uh, Pat McAfee, Kerry Cross, Chris Bay, Doctor Britt Baker, DMD, and Dominic Mysterio. And then I got a 2021 and next level star. Who's going to take things to the next level in 2021? Uh, Some of my preliminary, said it right, (laughs) on the first drop. Some of my preliminary choices uh, for that next level. Keith Lee, Bianca Belair, Ricky Starks, among others. Uh, Most improved, only got one choice. For my most improved, and I don't think anybody else qualifies, so I'm just gonna wait until <laughs> until then to say who I feel should win this award. I think that's how we should do it, Rick. I think we should we should have you know each of us say if Malik do come on the show at this time, we all just give our choice for each one, uh-huh. and we leave it at that. You can choose whoever you want for each category.
1: That's cool. I'll do that
0: uh i already know who my most improved is so i'm just not going to say choices but whoever you feel is the most improved wrestler in 2020 go ahead uh promo of the year man i got a edge's uh first promo the night after the royal rumble i got the uh roman reigns and jay uso you know tell me i'm the tribal chief little joint after clash of champions uh the, the face-off that Pat McAfee and Adam Cole had before TakeOver 30. That's on my list. Hmm. Uh, I got Becky Lynch's uh, pregnancy announcement as well as Eddie Kingston's promo. Uh, I want to say it was on the go-home show before Full Gear him and
1: Moxley. Yeah. Yeah, it was.
0: And uh, there's a Cody promo in there somewhere as well that I had on my list, but I, I can't remember what day it was.
1: Oh, I know. It was on Dynamite. Right? I know what you're talking about too.
0: It was it was uh, a it was on the road during the TNT title tournament. Yeah, I just gotta find what episode it was on.
1: I don't remember when, but I I, I, I know what you're talking about because we was all talking about that for a minute.
0: Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, moment of the year. I think everybody will be on deck with 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 this one, but some of the choices for that uh Edge returning at the Royal Rumble, Sting's debut in AEW, uh, Bailey turning on Sasha Banks, Roman Reigns return at SummerSlam, uh the Stadium Stampede match, the Firefly Funhouse match, uh MVP returning at the Royal Rumble, among others. And uh in the Worst Father of the Year, the winner, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna just tell you who the winner is right now cuz only one nomination. Um there's only one (laughs) nomination that that makes sense. Ray Mysterio.
1: That's gonna be that's gonna be like the warrior award. Yeah. (laughs) We just awarding this to this one specific person because he had no competition all year long. Between him and Rikishi. But no it's not you could get you could get for neglect. Yeah. But Ray Ray got everything. He got all the charges coming his way. He getting booked. So uh, be on the lookout for that award
0: show coming here in the next few weeks. You know, a few other shows left. So we want to, you know, we want to be fair. Because what if we had the best match of all time in wrestling history? It happens at TLC. And we record the episode before then. And we can't match the appropriate acknowledgement. Uh, and recognition and yeah. we don't want that
1: which i wouldn't put money on because uh, you only got less than a handful of great matches that happened at tlc hey
0: roman and kevin owens could be a banger
1: it could yeah you never know and i mean we've never seen aj and drew go at it yet so that 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 should Have be they something. never faced off i don't think so
0: Fact check time. Like, time for me to be Tony Reale.
1: Cause AJ's been on SmackDown up until recently with this, this draft. Uh Drew's only been on Raw. Unless unless they did something in outside the WWE. But other than that, I don't think so. Since they've been together here, I don't think I've seen them together. They've had
0: one one-on-one match uh and it was a dark match probably at the end of Monday night raw may 13th 2019 in London mm.
1: so nobody saw that but that crowd yeah
0: they also competed uh in a match earlier this year that Drew McIntyre won called the rail rumble
1: Well, yeah, (laughs) if that, if that counts, but.
0: The closest they have come to facing each other one-on-one, it was a triple threat match on uh, January 13th on Raw earlier this year. Him, AJ Styles, and Randy Orton.
1: Mm. That's That's about it.
0: It was a few six-man tag matches back when, uh, Drew McIntyre was 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 partnered up with Bobby Lashley and Baron Corbin. Yeah.
1: I remember that triple threat match, too, because I remember thinking it was just random as hell. Yeah,
0: they, they did a triple threat match on Raw, and then uh, did a few triple threat matches on some house shows with, uh, with the club. Uh, that one match in Japan where the club and uh, Triple H teamed up, Drew McIntyre was on the other end. And that's it. That's uh that's all the interactions that Drew McIntyre and AJ Styles have had ever.
1: Okay.
0: So yeah, that should be interesting. Might might be match of the year. You never know. So we're just gonna wait. Be on the lookout for that. Coming soon. Yeah. See uh see what questionable decisions Reek makes on this episode.
1: Uh I mean, Cause like, you know, they say all men
0: are created equal. But you look at me and you look at Samoa Joe, I'm not going to do it today.
1: Oh, man. I'm
0: not going to do it today.
1: One of these, one, one of these days, I'm going to hear standard math in my dreams. And it's going to scare the shit out of me. Good.
0: <laughs> hey, tell the people your socials, Reek.
1: Oh, man. Y'all can find me at Recavac24, Instagram and Twitter. Also, go check out the Havoc Hour on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you listen to your podcasts, and check out the page on Instagram as well, underscore the Havoc Hour underscore. This is the week. I'm I'm not making no more uh, obstacles or nothing like that. I I cleared my schedule out, so we will be having a new episode during the week, especially with the NBA starting up preseason. So uh, yeah, we're going to talk a lot this week.
0: I think, uh, you know, we should have a short Havoc Hour session real quick on this show. Uh, you know, shout out to my wrestling fans if you made it this far. If you're a college football fan, let's talk. <laughs> because this has nothing to do with my team. It has nothing to do with Reek's team. Even though I feel like my team and Reek's team in college football, both badly wanted to play football this season. Yeah. Only one of those teams is getting made fun of for it. And I don't understand the double standards at all, but I'm not going to talk about that. What I want to talk about in college football real quick is to get this off my chest before we close the show out because listen, I'm a Nebraska football fan. And if you are familiar with what that means, it's not good. But you know what? We've lost games before. It's just as a fan, I just be sick. Like there was, you know, we were undefeated. We were 8-0 in 2016 and we lost to Wisconsin on a field goal. And I was sick. That was our first loss of the season to a team we never beat. And I was kind of sick and I was kind of sad. And I was like, huh, that's unfortunate. Can you imagine, Reek, if your team, Top 10 team in the country, man. You got a chance to to get into the top five. Possibly the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And your team lose because one of the players threw an opponent's shoe 20 yards down the field. (laughs) 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 Like, Like, how sick would you be as a fan watching that? And that's how y'all lose. You get a big stop to go into overtime. And you get an a sportsman-like conduct penalty, giving the other team a fresh set of downs, and they kick a field goal to win it in regulation. Whoa. Your team had a very slim chance of getting to the playoff, and it's over. It's not happening now because <laughs> one of the players threw a shoot.
1: You better have a car on standby outside the stadium. It better be running. I mean, you, yeah. A black go, man in one of the most racist football cities in America. Oh, by. my God. You don't <laughs> talk about, you don't want talk about a hate crime being committed. They're going to make an example out of you that night. When you go home for Christmas break, this don't come back to school no more. Oh, my goodness.
0: Like, well, it was. Only thing that would have made it worse if they was ranked higher. Bro. If it was a if it was a title game.
1: Bro, you, you if there was ever a time where witness protection was needed, this this was it. Like you were special kind of dumb to 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 blow that opportunity for your team that way. Like, I, I can't, I got no sympathy for my dude. Like, anything, anything you get in terms of physical, mental, and emotional harm, you brought on yourself. Because I don't know. I, that. I don't know what I saw worse. That or th- th- this dude, I think it was in high school in Texas. Uh, They were... They were about to win. To they had an opportunity to go to the state championship, and this dude uh, was—I think—he was a linebacker. He ran back on the field. The ref had made a call that he pissed him off, and he runs back on the field and literally knocks the ref on his ass. Didn't even have his helmet on. Just went out there and just literally just knocked the ref down, blatantly. And that cost them the t- opportunity to go to state championship. I don't know which was worse. Between the two of them. But in both cases, I y'all might y'all might gotta get checked for CTE or something like that. Cause that's a special kind of stupid. And get the hell out of the state. because Texas? Texas football? <laughs> Texas and Florida. Yeah.
0: Hashtag uh keep Marco Wilson safe. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> you got uh, hey, you can follow me uh, on Instagram at tc.fontaine. I told y'all I was gonna post uh, on my page this week. I did, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, it was a picture of me and tiny Lister a few months ago, so that was a post. So I-, I actually have actual posts this week too.
1: Not to say that don't count, it don't count. So, <laughs>
0: uh, I- 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 I'll do something later, uh, probably tomorrow. Uh, I don't know y'all probably don't care, but if you do, if you want to see some of my photography, maybe it might be a, a skit, maybe it might be a headshot, you never know, so tune in at TC.Fontaine on Instagram, and follow us at YK Wrestling everywhere, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, I kind of abandoned the Facebook page,
1: because <laughs> it's just like,
0: I don't feel like logging on there and posting, it's a lot of, you know, it's a little complicated for mobile.
1: I don't that, feel that, like that. That'd be a lot of work.
0: It do. It do. And go ahead and uh follow Malik too, man. At Malik.lv. He got some good, he got some good stuff coming. And follow Malik.lv with two K's as well. Just because. Hey, this has been the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast.
1: We are out of here. Gone. Go. Close enough. Close enough.